Hi, Mike Gibson coming to you live from Sky 2017, and I'm joined by Henry Justino and Dennis Kim. Welcome, guys. Thanks. Talk Thanks to us a little bit about the highlights of the uh, pediatric interventional section. Yeah, so uh, Dennis and I, uh, I think, uh, put together a very exciting meeting. We have um, lots of interesting sessions uh, with uh, a few highlights to mention. The first uh, is an entire session devoted to radiation safety in pediatrics. And this uh, session is also sponsored by the Image Gently campaign. Tell us and about this Image Gently campaign. That sounds yeah. interesting. So there's an entire campaign to help reduce radiation dose uh, during uh, imaging procedures in children. Um, the reality is that lots of equipment that is sold to hospitals is not properly set up for pediatric imaging. So particularly within hospitals that have that are not standalone children's hospitals, a child may be getting a CT scan or a cardiac cath in a laboratory that's entirely designed for adults with extremely mm. high radiation doses, wow. with no added benefit in terms of image quality. Wow. Mm. So that's an that's a really an unnecessary risk. So we highlight in this paper that is being released through Jack Cardiovascular Imaging uh, this week as well. And probably I could be wrong. Probably a lot more exposure to the operator as well if there's of not course, a big body true. absorbing that's radiation, right? That's yeah. And and, and uh, you know kids when. And, you know, the, the patients we take care of are going to need lifelong care. Uh, so it's not just one procedure yeah. and then done. And so throughout their lifespans, they could have many, many dozens uh. of cath-based procedures, uh, all of which can add up over the course of a lifetime to uh, increase their risk of cancer um, and other kinds of radiation-induced illnesses. Wow, I hadn't, I hadn't considered that as well. Fascinating. Their, their tissues are more radiosensitive sure. than adult tissues. Yeah. And, and the, beam, the primary beam is much closer to a lot of other important areas like the eyes and uh, uh, thyroid and so on. Just because all the distances are, are small. Mm -hmm. Interesting. So for, huh? for all of these reasons, we put together, I think, a very comprehensive paper that yeah. describes uh, across all imaging modalities what kind of basic strategies should be employed to optimize image dose uh, for, for children, for pediatric imaging. Fascinating. Mm -hmm. What else do you have going on I here at I think one of the um, traditional uh, sessions that we've had that continues uh, to be a real crowd pleaser and a draw to the meeting uh, is, uh, this year it's called Between a Rock and a, uh, and a Hard Place. Mm. And it's an opportunity uh, for our colleagues to uh, bring forward cases that were complicated in some fashion um, uh, and uh, allows them to present these cases and what they did to get out of the situation that that uh, or the bind that they were in, and I have throughout the years have found that to be extraordinarily useful because you know conceptually doing a procedure, you know starting from point A to point B can be pretty simple, but when things go a little bit awry, and you need to try to really think your way out. It, it is uh, uh, those are the tips and tricks that I think that separate really great interventionalists uh, um, uh, from, from others. I agree. I think those are always some of the best cases in the adult yeah. section as well. It's very humbling to see some of these things happen uh, yeah. in our labs, but it's great to have that camaraderie to be able to discuss openly some right. challenging situations and how we got out of them. We all learn mm -hmm. from each other yeah. this way. And some of these situations are from the most experienced operators. That, that we have. So it's not just you know, a junior person that ran into an issue. It's like right. this happens to all of us, and so sure. uh, yeah, it can help yeah. all of us. Talk to me about device development in kids. Yeah. Different challenges than the adult world, right? Absolutely. This is an area that's also uh, near and dear to our hearts. Mm -hmm. um, you know, medical devices are generally made for adults because that's the um, 
that's where the market is. And so the return on investment for all of the manufacturers uh, is obviously there. For pediatric uh, cardiac catheterization, we run into the situation of having to take adult devices and adapt them to yeah. fit a child. So sometimes we're doing catheterizations on newborns and taking adult-sized catheters and reshaping them to try to fit the heart of a baby. We don't have a lot of pre-shaped catheters, a lot of devices specifically designed for children. So um, as a result, um, we found I remember in the old days, we used to have a hair dryer. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Kind of bending. Yeah. Believe it or not, we still have it. You still have it. Yeah, have it. <laughs> yeah cutting stents in half because stents. they're too big. Yeah, yeah we, you know, we did a lot of that when we had yeah. the old beginning stents. You still uh, have to still, do that in your world. We still world. have to do that. In fact, the, the majority of stents we use are still traditional Palma stents that are hand crimped on balloons. Mm -hmm. We don't use pre-mounted stents very much because they don't achieve the necessary adult diameters of the vessels that we're stenting. So for all of these reasons, we thought to put together an entire session devoted to pediatric medical device development and how to take an idea from the proverbial you know, back of the napkin uh, drawing to uh, taking that IP to your, to your uh, technology transfer office, working with them to protect the IP, and then working with them to uh, establish a company. How do you go about going from an idea to then creating a, a working prototype, in vivo testing after that, and then we also have the opportunity to hear from uh, Nicole Ibrahim from the FDA, who's going to talk to us mm. about the regulatory pathway to get uh, approval for some of these uh, more challenging uh, uh, market realities of pediatric devices. Yeah, wow. Well, I thought adult interventional cardiology was complicated. This actually just squares it or multiplies it by <laughs> several factors. Uh, you guys face a lot of very difficult challenges. And I think that um, there is a lot of common ground between what we do naturally and where the emerging field of structural heart disease is uh, as well. And so we do have a combined session as well oh, good. that tries to bring us together to uh, understand a little bit you know, how we can um, use each other's experiences uh, and wisdom uh, you know, in our own labs. And we certainly have uh, a lot to learn from each other. Uh, and uh, so I think that that's another exciting thing that, that uh, we are offering here at this conference. Well, sounds like a great program. Yeah. Thanks for putting it on again, and Thank thanks for joining us here today live from Sky 2017. <laughs>